Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've done a few stories over the years about bad judges, and I've been in front of a lot of judges in my career. 32 years practicing law in the state of Michigan, I'm in front of district court judges, circuit court judges, courts of appeal judges, and also federal judges. I've been in front of all magistrates, you name it. I've been in front of all kinds of judges. And uh, most, for the most part, they're, they're good judges, for the most part, for the most part. Once in a while, a bad judge comes along, and we talk about that here because that makes the news. But you always wonder, like, what, well, what else can they do? Have we heard it all by now? No, 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 no. A lot of people sent me this story, widely covered story from Business Insider. Also, Yahoo News ran it. Lloyd Lee wrote it. A judge was caught scrolling through Facebook and looking at GIFs while she was overseeing her first trial involving a man accused of beating a two-year-old to death. So it's a murder trial of sorts, and uh, the judge is up on the bench looking at her phone, scrolling through Facebook during testimony, during the trial, and not just a quick glance, but for hours. And here's the thing, and I'm going to point out something that, that I think a lot of people just need to really focus on. There's a camera right there while the judge is on the bench. And the camera is looking right at the judge with an over-the-shoulder view so that the entire bench is visible on that camera. For those who don't know, many states require court proceedings to be recorded in one manner or another by a court reporter. Now, that can can often be the person sits at that little machine and types like this, or, or it can be done with video recording and overseen by somebody who can later then make a transcript if necessary. And a lot of times the cameras are, are, are voice activated. So when the plaintiff's counsel is speaking, this camera will, will record. Defense counsel speaks, this camera will record. Judge speaks, this camera will record. Now, the over-the-shoulder shot of the camera uh, for the judge is not one I've seen that often. But there's one of those in this courtroom. And judges should be aware that there are cameras in the courtroom. <laughs> so my first, my first thought was... How could she not know she was on camera while she was doing this? Now, it was early in her career, apparently, but still, but still. So an Oklahoma judge was overseeing a trial for a man accused of beating his girlfriend's son to death and security footage, but I'm not sure that's security footage or court reporting footage, viewed by the Oklahoma and shows the judge looking at her phone during the trial. A district attorney said the judge spent hours hours of the trial on her cell phone. A Lincoln County district judge is under investigation after the footage showed the jurist scrolling through her phone throughout a seven-day murder trial, also reported by the Associated Press. The judge is a new state judge just elected this past November and oversaw a brutal murder trial that began last month. Case involved a 32-year-old defendant accused of beating his then-girlfriend's two-year-old son to death. According to the local paper, this was this judge's first trial. She began the trial by instructing the jury members to turn off all their electronic devices so that they could concentrate on the evidence without interruption. And by the way, she did keep the phone down here, and apparently she did that thinking, well, no one's going to know what I'm doing. But when you see someone doing this, and I, I, I don't think you can see my hand, right? But someone doing this for hours at a time and occasionally looking up and going back to this, 
You can guess what they're doing, right? I mean, come on. Footage from a ceiling camera pointed above the judge's bench showed the judge repeatedly checking her device. According to the newspaper, the judge used her phone throughout jury selection, opening statements and witness testimony. At one point, she checked her cell phone during tearful testimony from the victim's mother. The footage also shows the judge checking Facebook and once searching and then sending a GIF. The Oklahoman reported. Now, I do know that it's, it's an acronym, G-I-F, and people do pronounce it both GIF and GIF. I would have thought, since a G came from graphic, I would have thought it was GIF. But I saw an interview someplace with a guy who invented it. And he says, no, I call them GIFs. I'll go with GIF in deference to the inventor. Throughout the trial, the judge held her phone in her lap or sometimes set it down in a drawer at her desk, which can also be seen in the footage from the camera. A Lincoln County District Court spokesperson was unavailable for comment during the weekend. District attorney who reviewed the footage after receiving a tip from a courthouse employee told the Oklahoman that the judge spent hours of the trial on her cell phone, both texting and scrolling through social media. He said it's both shocking and disappointing. Jurors are banned from using cell phones in the courtroom during trials because we expect them to give their full time and attention to the evidence being presented. I would expect and hope the court would hold itself to the same standard required of the jurors, regardless of the type of case. He did not immediately return a request for comment sent during the weekend as a follow-up. The Oklahoma Council on Judicial Complaints is investigating the conduct, according to the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office, speaking to the Associated Press, because here's the question. The judge did something wrong. Who oversees the judges? Who indeed? Okay? And so in many places, there is a judicial tenure commission or equivalent, and that's what we call it in Michigan. And so the Judicial Tenure Commission is the commission that has the ability to oversee judges and sanction them for inappropriate behavior. They, of course, fall under the auspices of the Michigan Supreme Court because it's a state court question. So in Oklahoma, apparently they've got that as well, the Council on Judicial Complaints. According to the Oklahoman, the judge moved the position of the ceiling camera on Monday. The district attorney told the newspaper that he's concerned the judge did so instead of trying to address her behavior. Uh, the judge was elected in November, sworn in on January 9th, according to Oklahoman. Uh, she became a lawyer in 2003, so she's been a, an attorney for 20 years. The judge told Countrywide and Sun last year that she had an extensive legal background, practicing everything from administrative court issues to criminal and juvenile law. Uh, Meanwhile, the defendant in the case was convicted of second-degree manslaughter at the end of the trial. Prosecutors had sought, among other things, first-degree murder charges, uh, and the defendant was arrested and placed in jail at the time of his arrest in 2018, and so the jury apparently recommended time served for his punishment. So they found guilty of second-degree manslaughter and said that time served from 2018 should do it. But the bigger problem is you got a judge surfing the net while on the bench. And we've all seen this and heard this where there's somebody who's become like addicted to social media or, or the internet. And I, I've, I've met people who spend all their time scrolling through Instagram or Pinterest or, or TikTok, depending on the age group. And there's a time and a place for everything. 
And if that's how you want to spend your spare waking hours, knock yourself out. But if you are a judge sitting on the bench in court, that is the last place you should be doing it, especially when you're overseeing an extremely important case. And so I have tried cases before. I have, I have actually conducted trials. I also taught trial practice, by the way. But I've conducted trials. And I have been in trials and I've also witnessed trials where something important is happening. And one side asks a witness a question, for instance. The other side objects. And the judge pulls one of these, maybe not quite that dramatic, where the judge didn't catch what the one side objected to. And I've actually seen a judge go, okay, what's your objection? Okay, what was your question to the person who just asked the question? The judge should have heard the question like everybody else. They're in the same courtroom. But, but I'm willing to admit that humans can make mistakes. People can make mistakes. It's possible that a judge doing his or her job perfectly well could be listening to testimony, not expecting an objection, hear an objection, and in their own mind go, wait, what was objectionable about that? But then also, I have seen, like I said, what was the question? What exactly was the question? Or they turn to the court reporter, what was the question? I've seen that before too. I've even seen it where they say, read the question back, because even the person who asked the question didn't remember exactly how it was phrased. That happens. Humans make mistakes. But <laughs> the biggest mistake here is that this judge walks into a courtroom apparently oblivious to the fact that there's a camera right here. And most courtrooms nowadays that I'm familiar with have cameras all around them. You know that when you walk into that courtroom, you're on camera. Whether the judge is on the bench or not, you just assume you're on camera. Now, I've mentioned before, and some of you know, I used to work in radio. I was a disc jockey at radio stations before I went to law school. It's one of the reasons I've got all those microphones behind me. One of the reasons I like the Electrovoice RE20. For those who ask what kind of mic this is, that's an Electrovoice RE20, common broadcast mic. And I can tell you that one of the things they tell disc jockeys when they're becoming, you know, disc jockeys, when they're training you, is they'll tell you, they say, look, you're about to go into a room with a microphone in it. And when you turn the mic on and you talk, your voice is going to be heard all around the area that our broadcast signal covers. So we don't want you doing things on mic such as swearing, uh, using foul language, things that might jeopardize the license of the radio station. But they also tell you this. They say, when you go into that studio, even though the mic might be turned off, it's a good habit to get into, to assume it's always on, Assume it's always on. And the reason you assume it's always on is that you would never possibly say something inappropriate in front of a live mic if you never say anything inappropriate in that room, the broadcast studio. I'm sure you've seen the cliche, there's a room with an on-air light, the mic goes on, the light lights up, and people know they can't walk into the room for a moment, right? So if you get in the habit of never saying anything inappropriate in that room, you're fine. You have to treat a courtroom the exact same way, but it's not because you're being broadcast, but it's because you're being recorded. And so when I'm in courtroom mode, I'm going to court on a case 
when I'm walking into the building, I actually mentally am shifting gears because I do it with the whole building, not just the courtroom. Because I've actually been, and here's the thing, we, we also picture the you know, prototypical courthouse, right? It's, it's the grand building in the center of town with a couple statues in the front lawn, maybe a couple cannons. And you walk in the front door, now you're greeted by a bailiff, you go through a metal detector, all that stuff. You go over to a wall, find out what courtroom you're in, you go to, down the hallway, go into the courtroom, go look for the prosecutor, might be in a different. You can bump into people in those hallways, you can bump into jurors that you would not know are jurors. They haven't got their name tag on yet. You can bump into other attorneys. You can bump into prosecutors. You can also bump into judges. I've been in some courtrooms in courthouses where the judge has to come in the same doors that the attorneys do because of the way the court's laid out. So you could be out in the hallway cracking jokes with your friends, telling wild stories about what you did over the weekend, and a judge might walk by. You don't want that to happen. No. So, so you really, in my mind, do the best by simply assuming that the entire building is the courtroom and treat it that way. But at the very least, the courtroom is, you know, has to be separate and like sacred in your head. And so for the judge, <laughs> walks into the courtroom. Imagine this. Judge walks in the courtroom. The bailiff hears the door open, looks, it's the judge. All rise. Everybody stands up. Judge walks in, says, good morning. You may be seated. Judge sits down. Okay? We're going to now start this trial. Perhaps the trial's been going on. The jury comes in. You might all stand up for the jury. You all sit down. Where were we? Let's get started. Judge looks down and starts scrolling through Facebook. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, it's beyond, it's beyond the realm of anything I thought I'd be talking about here. It's not the crime of the century. I'm not saying that she should be locked up and thrown in jail. I'm not. Uh, but I am saying, how, how clever are you? Let's, let's use that word. How clever are you to be in a courtroom scrolling through Facebook during a murder trial and you don't know, when you're the judge, that there's a camera right there? That, to me, is right up there. She did something very, very wrong, but she also demonstrated how clever she may or may not be. So judge caught scrolling through Facebook and looking at GIFs while she's overseeing her first trial involving a man accused of beating a two-year-old to death from Yahoo News and Business Insider. Lloyd Lee wrote that everyone sent it. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Look at the stars. Look at how they shine for you.